Hello and welcome to Smash Notes, a podcast about podcasts. In today's episode is an interview between Tim Ferriss and Charles Koch, the CEO of Koch Industries. You may know Charles as a very wealthy man uh, heavily involved in politics, but I think this interview uh, from Tim is very interesting because it highlights uh, Charles's personality, who he is, how he was brought up, and how he makes decisions, among other things. It's quite long, but I do encourage you to go and listen to the uh, actual full episode. But just to kind of get you a little curious, here's a little segment. When Charles and his brother were born, their dad wrote a letter that summarized uh, his guiding principles for them. He put that letter in the safe deposit box for the kids to find later after his death. But this is basically how he was teaching them as they were growing up. Yeah, he wrote that in, uh, in I think, January of, uh, of 1936. And I was... Let's say I was born in November, so I was, let's say, three months old. And so he wrote it to my older brother and me. And in there he talked about adversity provides the greatest lessons and is certainly the greatest character builder. And then his hope for us and whatever he had given us that we used it. We didn't misuse it or waste it, but used it so we could experience the glorious feeling of, of accomplishment. Uh, and I, th- I think this is so important for anyone who's a parent, and certainly we've tried to do that, is you don't lecture your kids on anything that you don't live up to. And he exemplified uh, integrity, uh, humility, treating others with respect. And, and as he used to preach to me, son, Learn everything you can. You never know when it will come in handy. You probably don't know, but Charles grew up already wealthy, so he was able to experiment with a bunch of things and have uh, in, in his free time. Part of it was they lived on a farm where the kids could work and do the farm work. And here's how his dad's concept applied to his childhood on the farm. And what the hard farm work taught Charles about the type of work he would end up doing in the future. In all my spare time working, and uh, the first was digging dandelions. The reason I say digging, you can't just cut them off or, or pull them. You've got to get all the roots out or they just come back. So that was my job. And then I graduated into, into shoveling out stalls, feeding the animals, uh, milking cows, uh, digging post holes, fixing fence, and all that stuff. And then uh, as I got older, I got jobs in other places. So it was, it was quite uh, an opportunity to learn the value of work and learn that uh, I better develop some skills that other people will value or I could end up doing this the rest of my life, which I didn't look forward to. He used to say that he said, I was a good kid in many ways, as long as the work didn't come too close. <laughs> and so I had, uh, I had what uh, the economists call a high time preference. That is, I was into instant gratification. How could I minimize the work? How could I do something that's fun? So that was my whole orientation. And, and then I was blessed that I thought the only thing I was good at was getting in trouble, and I was, I was pretty expert at that. 
And I found in the third grade that I, I had a gift in, in math. And I later learned when I studied, uh, studying psychology, I read Howard Gardner and his multiple intelligence theories. And boy, did that fit me because the only thing I was good at was what he called uh, logical mathematical intelligence. And so I had a, a gift for math and abstract concepts. So basically my whole life has been to find opportunities that, uh, that use that, that I could create value with that, and then to partner with people who were good at all the other things that needed to be done that I wasn't good at. And for Dream Possible is because I've done that. Whenever I've tried to do things by myself or without that kind of, uh, of support, I've, I've basically failed. So that's very interesting, a smart and wealthy man admitting that early on he had to not only learn that he had to focus on his core strengths, but also that he had to recruit and hire people who would be strong in all the other things he wasn't any good at to help him build the empire that they've built. So that said, might he have an idea for how to create a society that can move itself towards a grander potential? How do we teach ourselves and our kids to be more, to achieve better? Unsurprisingly, Charles got an answer. It's not really education, it's schooling, teach to test. And what we found in our programs that works and helps, helps people realize their potential is to, like, is to consider real education to be three-dimensional rather than one-dimensional. And those three dimensions are uh, discover your gifts, your aptitudes, and what will turn you on. Uh, then the second one is uh, do whatever you can to fully develop those. So first you learn to be, then you learn to learn, and then you learn to apply it. Okay, how do I apply these that will make a contribution in society that will be, that will help me better myself and, and, and in the process better others, help others better their lives. And that's three-dimensional education. And we find that in, the, in our, our programs we've started and support. That's what we're looking for because that's, that's what moves us toward a society of, of mutual benefit where, where people have the opportunity to realize their potential. Well, there you have it. A couple of segments from Tim Ferriss' interview with Charles Coate. If you want to find more segments, as always, go to smashnotes.com and search for it. It's all right there. If you found this episode interesting, meaningful, you learned something new, please share it with your friends. All right, I'll see you next time. Have a good one.